Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. And the year to do that has arrived. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2024. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here of Priests for Life. This is the year where we must, must save America. We must turn this nation around. We must kick out of office the Democrats that are destroying this country. This is our year. Welcome to the new year. I'm sure your sentiments, your convictions, your prayers are all in the very same direction as what I'm saying now. And our prayers tonight on this program will go in that very same direction as well. I want to do a special prayer of blessing over this year, over 2024. And when we say over this year, of course, we mean over all of you who will be working throughout this year in conjunction with us and so many other leaders to make all this happen. And We say we're going to make things happen, we're going to do our very best, but we know it is ultimately all a gift of God's grace. The battle is the Lord's, but we don't fall into the mistake of saying, oh, the battle is the Lord's and therefore we don't have to do anything. Nor do we make the mistake of saying we're going to do something, we forget that the battle is the Lord's. The virtue is in the middle. The battle is the Lord's and therefore we have to fight harder than ever because we're working in union with the Lord. That's the solution right there. It's not we sit back and wait and do nothing because the Lord is going to do it or we go crazy trying to do it ourselves and thinking that we can accomplish anything without God's grace. What did Jesus tell us? Without me, you can do nothing. But then St. Paul declares, I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. Put those two verses together and you have the right formula. Jesus, without me, you can do nothing. Paul, in Christ Jesus, I can do all things in him who strengthens me. That's the attitude with which we start this new year. And also what gives us the framework is this reading I want to start off with with from the letter of Paul to the Romans. Romans chapter uh, 8, starting in verse 31. Let us read this. Let us pray. And then let us uh, talk about, I'm going to share some other scriptures with you. And let's really, I just wanted to devote this first show of the year, not so much to the commentary on the news, as to a commentary as to how we're going to do it this year. What, what's, the, what's the spiritual game plan? We'll be talking in many, many shows about the political game plan, uh, 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 about what we actually need to do uh, in response to uh, everything that's going on. We'll have plenty of time to talk about that. What's the spiritual, what's the attitudinal game plan, if you will? That's crucial because then that affects everything else. Okay, so uh, Paul to the Romans. Starting with verse 31 of chapter 8, he says, What shall then we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? 
He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? God who justifies? Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus who died, or rather was raised, who is at the right hand of God and who intercedes for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or the sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am certain that neither death nor life, neither angels nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God that comes to us in Christ Jesus, our Lord. In his name, let us pray. Father, the year is here, 2024. The destiny of our nation depends on what happens this year. This is the year when we must save America. This is the year when we must win victory over tyrants. This is the year, again, when we must assert our independence from tyranny and our dependence on you. Lord God, this is the year. Strengthen us now, Lord. We've been preparing for this. Strengthen us now and enable us to go into battle with full spiritual armor and with full spiritual confidence. Lord God, we know we do not just sit back and wait for you to do things, and yet we know we cannot do anything without you. It is both. It is our work. It is your work. It is our work together with you. Lord God, bless your people. Awaken those who are still asleep. Strengthen with perseverance those who have been fighting all along. And bring to conversion those who are working against us. Stop them in their tracks. Defeat their evil schemes. And Lord, bring healing to our nation. Bring healing for all the damage that has been done by the radical left, by the Democrats, Lord, by the Biden administration. Lord God, heal our land. Heal our land from the scourge of abortion. Heal our land from the harm brought to us by an open border. Heal our land, Lord God, in countless ways. Heal our land. And may we be vessels of that healing. Because we proclaim you. We are nothing of ourselves, but we proclaim you, and that is everything. We proclaim you as the one who sent the Son to be our Savior. The world has celebrated Christmas. We know he is the one who brings healing in his wings, who brings reconciliation, who indeed brings us new heavens and a new earth and therefore a new nation. Bless us, Lord. Bless us and protect us. It is 2024. Enable us to respond to this opportunity with all the strength that we have through Christ our Lord. Amen. We're going to pray for President Trump and we're going to pray for the country. But let me lay out for you a couple of biblical, uh, of course, we just had a key biblical framework here. We've been persecuted, have we not? We've undergone distress and tribulation in this nation ever since the election of 2020, have we not? Big tribulation. And yet the scriptures tell us 
Who can separate us from the love of Christ, even amidst all of this? Who can separate us? The scriptures tell us God already gave us everything in his son. Will he not give us the other things that we request? So what we have to do is we have to request them with boldness. We have to write our New Year's wish list with boldness. Say, Lord, get rid of the tyrants. Enough. Get rid of the tyrants. Raise up your people to vote in such large numbers this year, overwhelming the other side. That's what has to happen. Yes, there's going to be fraud. Listen, we don't have to keep having this discussion. Yes, there's going to be cheating. We know that. That's a given. But there's a margin of fraud. Just like there's a margin of error in every election count, there's also a margin of fraud beyond which the other side can't go. You can have a truck deliver 2,000 fake ballots. You can't have a truck deliver 2 million of them. That doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It's just it's beyond the margin of, 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 of fraud. You can't pull it off. So, brothers and sisters, look, we know the battle that we're in. We know the battle that we're in. Let's, let's take a couple of spir- other uh, uh, scriptural starting points here. And I reflected on this in my regular daily scripture. Uh, and by the way, if you, I know you're watching on many different platforms and we're especially grateful to our partners over there at, at Right Side Broadcasting Network. But I also have my endabortion.tv uh, programming. It's other programs. Watch watch Praying for America where you're watching it now. But, but at but 10 o'clock each morning Eastern time, I do a scripture reflection on endabortion.tv and on my other social media platforms at FR Frank Pavone. And um, and I reflected uh, on New Year's Day uh, this on this scripture here from the book of Numbers. God tells the priests of old how to bless the people. And this is what he says. And this is a prayer of blessing that I want to extend, if, even as we say the reading here. As the body of Christ, let's all extend this prayer of blessing over the nation, over the world, and over the man that I am convinced and that most of you are convinced needs to be the next president of the United States, President Trump, because he's proven that he can do it already. He's got a track record. We don't need training wheels on the next president. Things are too dangerous right now. They're too dangerous right now. It doesn't matter whatever other reasons people want to give. We don't need training wheels on the next president. We need to be be hitting the ground, running with experience and with proven strength. This is the man who has proven strength. So I want to say this prayer of blessing over him as well and his whole team. He's got a whole team that's been working ever since he left office. They haven't stopped. They haven't stopped. I interact with a lot of them all the time. They haven't stopped drafting legislation, drafting executive orders, planning strategically how to bring this nation back to what it's supposed to be. So this is the prayer of blessing. The Lord said to Moses, this is Numbers chapter 6, Speak to Aaron and his sons and tell them, This is how you shall bless the Israelites. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you kindly and give you peace. So shall they invoke my name upon the Israelites, and I will bless them. Now let me tell you something, friends. You know this if you're a Christian believer. God fulfilled that promise. 
How did he fulfill it? Paul tells the Galatians in chapter 4, starting with verse 4, Brothers and sisters, when the fullness of time had come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to ransom those under the law, so that we might receive our adoption as sons. As proof that you are sons, God sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then also an heir through God's design. That's God's word through Paul to the Galatians. That's how God blessed his people. Aaron and the priests said that prayer of blessing over them. We still use the words today. And God said, invoke me over them and I will bless them. He did. He blessed us. In fact, let's read both Ephesians and Colossians. Both Ephesians and Colossians begin with these beautiful Christian hymns. You might not have known that they were hymns, but that they're powerful hymns at the beginning of each of those two letters of Paul. And in Ephesians, he says, and this is showing us how God fulfilled that promise to bless us. And and I'm saying this because it's the foundation for our confidence and our energy going into 2024, the most consequential year in American history. Maybe with the exception of 1776, this is it right now. Listen, Listen to Paul. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavens even as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we might be holy and blameless in His sight. He predestined us for adoption. Same thing Paul said to the Galatians, right? Adoption according to the purpose of His will, the praise of His glorious grace with which He has blessed us in the Beloved. Christ Jesus is the Beloved Son, we become sons and daughters in Him. You know, that's that. We, this was the subject of another reflection, but that's what has revolutionized politics so that we don't believe in the pagan way that the law comes from the mouth of the king. We believe the law comes from the consent of the governed. It's not from the mouth of the king. It's from the consent of the governed. Why? Because the governed have adoption in the heavenly places. We can call God Abba, Father. So yeah, we matter. Yeah, we have a voice. Yeah, we have a vote. Yeah, we can lobby. We have a say. And we can fire those who are in public office. We can fire them if they're not respecting our rights, serving our needs, and fostering the common good. If instead they decide that they're going to impose tyranny, if instead they decide that they're going to trample down the right to life instead of foster it, then out with them. That's 2024 out with them. Friends, This is we can't fool around here. We can't fool around. We've got to get, we've got to overwhelm the ballots and get these tyrants out of office. What's the scripture have to do with politics? It's exactly what I'm saying right now. Politics gets revolutionized by the blessing God gave in fulfillment of what he said to, to Moses and Aaron. I will bless them. Those four words of promise in the Old Testament are fulfilled in the new. Not only what Paul said, we read Galatians, we read Ephesians, but what he says to the Colossians. Again, beautiful hymn. It's an early Christian hymn that we see here in the first chapter. 
And he says to the, to the Colossians, may you be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might. For all endurance, do we not need endurance for 2024? In all patience, do we not, not need patience? And with all joy, must we not engage this battle with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us. This is past tense. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom of His beloved Son in whom we have the redemption, the forgiveness of our sins. He's done it already. He has blessed us. He's done this for our nation. He's transferred us already from a kingdom where there was the tyranny of the devil to a kingdom where we have freedom in Christ. He did it. So what do we have to do? We have to lay claim to that by our faith. We have to be faithful to that by our actions. And we have to apply that victory to our nation. Public policy, voting booth, lobbying, holding our elected representatives accountable. And if they don't have the consent of the governed, don't let them stay in office. Get them out. So, all of this sets the groundwork for 2024. This is the year when God will fulfill again His promise. I will bless them. And this is the confidence we have to have. None of this, by the way, replaces the political strategizing, the strategizing on the different efforts. I, as you know, my full-time issue is the abortion issue. We are strategizing like crazy. We are working hard, meeting with everybody in the, in the pro-life movement, advising candidates, helping government officials to, to our pro-life to, to get the right, to set exactly the right tone on this, helping with messaging to the American people. But it's not just about messaging. It's, it's about the ballots. It's about the mechanics of the elections. Not just messaging, but mechanics. we got to have strength in both. And it's like, Right now, we once again are going to invoke in God's words here His blessing on the nation. And friends, He's going to bless us again. But what's that blessing going to look like? Again, it's not just us sitting back and waiting. That blessing is going to look like this. People are going to say, I've had enough. People are going to wake up because they are waking up and saying, wow, this is, this is not just Republican versus Democrat. This is good versus evil. We're not saying anybody's perfect. We're not saying any party's perfect. We're not saying any political candidate is a savior. We are saying this is a battle between good and evil. That's what we're saying. And it is. More and more people are waking up to that. So and that's where the blessing is. In the people waking up and speaking up, maybe when they've never spoken before. We saw this start to happen a few years ago when parents who had never quite spoken up in the same way at school board meetings started speaking up with emotion in their voice, with vigor in their voice, because they had had enough. They saw evil coming after their own children, and they said, we're not going to stand for this. We are going to speak up. We are going to stand up. We are going to get involved, 
We're going to be involved like we never have before. We're going to involve others. We're going to sound the alarm. We're going to get up on the roof and sound the trumpet. Figuratively, that's exactly what we have to do. We have to be shouting it from the rooftops. This is the year. All right. I want to say a prayer, extending this prayer of blessing over one specific person. He doesn't believe in political saviors, and neither do we. So we're not, we're not canonizing the man. We're not saying he's a savior. We're saying he's the right man for the job at the right time, President Donald Trump. I want to play, first of all, a few seconds of his Christmas message. I shared this with you uh, the other day. But I want to share just the conclusion of it once again, because what he's saying here precisely reflects the attitude that I'm saying we need to have for 2024. And it's an attitude, although he doesn't quote a scripture verse here, it's based on the scriptures I just read. That confidence that God has already blessed us in, in amazing ways in Christ Jesus, it's claiming that and building on that that can give us the confidence to pray for and hope for exactly what President Trump said. I love the way he ended this Christmas message because it actually reflects the way he thinks every day. He thinks positive, realistic, but positive. Listen, listen to this once again. God bless you all. May 2024 be the best year of our lives. That was his Christmas Eve message. That was preceded by a beautiful message, really proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. Unlike Biden, who didn't even mention Jesus Christ. But President Trump knows what he's doing. And, and you heard what he said. May it be the best year of our, of our lives. It has to be. You know what? It's either going to be the best or the worst. This is no fooling around now. This is, this is a definitive year. This is a defining year. What he says there expresses a tremendous confidence. Now, I want to say this prayer. I want to show you where to find it on the, on the website and, uh, and ask you to download it. I want to ask you to start saying this prayer. It's a long prayer, but President Trump deserves every moment of prayer that we can give. He believes in the power of prayer. Uh, he's always grateful when people do pray to him. He says that publicly. I know I, I, I was told a story by somebody that was with him on election night 2016 when the, 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 the absolutely astonishing turn of events happened where he won that election. And as it was clear that he was winning, he, he got on the phone with a pastor and he said, it was the prayers. It's the prayers. It's the prayers that's making this happen. It's the prayers. And we're going to have to be saying that again in election night 2024. It's the prayers. So here's one of the prayers we can use. Let me show you the webpage. It's called prayercampaign.org. Now, there's many different prayer campaigns that we at Preach for Life have on this page. But if you go there, this is what you'll see. And then if you scroll down, prayercampaign.org, let's scroll down, and you're going to see towards the top where it says a prayer for President Trump. Let's highlight that so you see where, exactly where it is I'm talking about. And a prayer for President Trump, we click on it, and here's the prayer. Let me say it with you uh, right now, and you can follow along. God, Almighty Father, we praise you for the wondrous deeds you have done throughout history, your wondrous deed of creating us, though we did not ask for nor earn it, your wondrous love in raising up your own people and giving them a covenant and a land to call their own. 
we praise you for manifesting yourself in Jesus Christ and for giving us faith in him in whose blood alone we find forgiveness and peace, in whose name alone we find hope of salvation, and in whose power alone we find security. We acknowledge him as King of kings and Lord of lords, the ruler of every nation. Lord, your word teaches us that all authority has been established by you, that those who serve us in public office are ministers of God, and that we are to pray for all in authority, that we may lead peaceful lives in all godliness and devotion. O God, we praise your loving providence, by which you have protected your people in distress, and proven that those who trust in you will be victorious over every evil. You tested your servant Abraham and commanded him to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. When you saw his obedience, you stayed his hand, provided a ram for the sacrifice, and gave him Isaac back as one from the dead. We praise you for what you did for your people whom you set free from slavery in Egypt. You taught them to trust in you, even when they were caught between Pharaoh's armies and the Red Sea. And you said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to go forward. And you brought them a mighty deliverance. Lord, when the apostles of your son saw him taken away to be crucified, they thought their hope was lost, and they deserted him and fled. The women wondered who would roll away the stone for them. And the disciples, walking to Emmaus, told the stranger that they were hoping that Jesus would be the one to deliver them. You brought them, too, to a mighty deliverance and a new hope when that same Jesus stood before them victorious, risen from the dead, never to die again. Lord, we praise you also for the gift you have given us and have given the world in the United States of America, a land tracts people from across the globe because of its promise of freedom and opportunity. We thank you for having led us through many trials, through wars and division, and times of severe economic stress and acts of terrorism. Lord, in our day, you have blessed our nation with the greatest president we have seen, Donald J. Trump. Lord, this is a man who trusts in you believes in your Son, and relies on the power of prayer. Time and time again, you have given him victory over his enemies, who have counted him out from the very first day he announced he was running for president, who were absolutely certain that he could never win, who spied on his campaign, who misused federal intelligence agencies against him, who fabricated lies about him, who launched fake investigations and impeachment proceedings, who denied equal representation and proper due process, who raided his home in an unprecedented uh, act of an American history, who convened grand juries for purely political reasons, and who indicted him on baseless grounds. Lord, at every turn, you have given President Trump victory and enabled him to accomplish great things for this nation, we ask you to give him and us 
victory once again. Give President Trump holy wisdom. Surround him with your angels of protection. And provide him the strength to carry out each day the work he does on behalf of America. Thank you for all the good you have accomplished through him and his administration's commitment to eliminate corruption from the seat of power in Washington, D.C., to secure the borders and strengthen the military of our nation, to frustrate those who planned terrorist attacks on our homeland, to foster law and order in our communities, to protect our citizens from the China virus, to restore and strengthen our economy, to promote honesty and fairness in our trade agreements, to appoint to our courts judges who faithfully apply our Constitution and laws as they are written, to defend the lives of the unborn from the violence of abortion, to improve our health care system, to properly care for our veterans, to defend the sacred heritage and safety of Israel and the good of all our allies, and to promote and defend the freedom of all citizens in the United States and throughout the world to live according to their religious beliefs. Lord, send your spirit to our 45th president, that he may glorify you in every success and find consolation from you in every sorrow. Protect his family, guide his advisors, and enable him to continue to accomplish those things that will secure the physical and moral strength of our nation for our children and grandchildren. Father, we trust in your providence, which has guided and blessed the United States of America from its earliest days. Grant that this trust may grow and be rewarded as we live our calling to be good citizens on earth and faithful citizens of your heavenly kingdom. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, how do you like that prayer? Again, you can find it at prayercampaign.org, and just at the top you'll see a link to the prayer for President Trump. Download it. I invite you to say it regularly. And uh, this is the year, brothers and sisters, where we need to cover this man with prayer. As I said to a, 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 in, in a number of my speeches recently, now I've said it on these broadcasts, and you know it already. He's not in this for himself. If he were in this for himself, he would get out. Because it's like you want to put yourself through the hell that 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 you you've already had to endure from from the dishonesty, the corruption, the hatred of those who are against you in the Democrat Party, in the media, some among the Republican Party. They deserve to be thrown out as well. These 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 hateful anti-Trump people um, from 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 all sectors, uh, the hatred that is launched uh, against President Trump, the absolutely unprecedented and un-American, unconstitutional attempts now not only to do the things we mentioned in the prayer, but to throw him off the ballot in various states. I mean, these people are nuts. They're crazy. They're sick, and we have to cover him in prayer. Not just him, his family his advisors, his attorneys, his consultants, his uh, campaign staff, his uh, the people who worked in his administration that are preparing for a second term. Uh, they're getting everything in place. I mean, it's a marvelous effort to see. There's a number of these different efforts underway. 
with the best minds, the most experienced people in the country who have as, as much love for the values we cherish as you and I do. Brothers and sisters, this is the year. Happy New Year. Let's cover everything and everyone in prayer and the, in the confidence that the Holy Word of God gives us as I have shared with you here tonight. I'm confident. I hope you are too. And let's conclude our prayers by invoking God in the very words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We will make America great again. This year is the deciding point, the turning point, the fork in the road, the definitive battle. Let's do it together, together with the Lord, together with one another. Pro-life leader Frank Pavone here. Thank you. Tune in more than ever, and let's get more people than ever to come to Praying for America each weeknight at 8 p.m. on these channels where you're watching now. Thank you for your time. We will do this together, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Hello, I'm Dr. Alveda King, board member of Priest for Life. More money is being spent in America to kill babies in the womb than to save them. Together, we need to change that, and today I want to invite you to support our work at Priest for Life. Why ours rather than other groups? Because we have a unique team that helps lead in every arena of the fight against abortion, and we activate the churches where you find people who are most likely to get involved in that fight. To awaken a pastor about abortion is to awaken thousands of people he serves. We do not receive church funding or government grants. We rely on you for individual donations. We have a very high evaluation among charities and top security on our donation site, ProLifeGift.org. You can go there for a one-time gift or to become a monthly donor, or you can call us at 321-500-1000. Priests for Life, saving lives for over 30 years. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.